Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of CW's The Flash Season 8 Episode 15. Wow. How time flies. <laughs> Into the Still Force. Written by Lauren Barnett and Christina M. Walker. Directed by Eric Wallace. I didn't know he directed this episode. That's probably why it was so good. Because <laughs> I really liked the, the Steel Force aspect of the storyline. Everything about that was crisp and lovely. And it makes sense. It felt very comi- comic booky. It very much and to say that i guess to break that down it's someone who loves the comics and is able to translate it to the screen effectively without it being cheesy and so he uh he did a really good job with that and i thought the script was was fairly strong there was a, a few hiccups with the chester and allegra story arc that i just personally have (laughs) a different moralistic uh, viewpoint on but for the most part this was a really good episode i gave it a 9.8 out of 10. just so you know i won't be discussing anything in the frost or uh caitlin or mark story arc because i didn't watch any of it so some things are just better left at conclusion frost is either coming back or she ain't if they really had us do a whole ass funeral and she coming back i'm gonna be real saltine and the only reason why i even have that inclination that the plan might work is the fact that barry mentioned her name while he was in the still force talking about past present and future but it also could just mean that the bitch is in the past and that's where she gonna stay because i think that's really shitty to take away a heroic death just so katie's feelings can be (laughs) um can be massaged like girl you gotta deal with death we all have to deal with death and to be able to just bring someone back from the dead and you're not the lead superhero of the show that's not it's not allowed it's just not allowed this this is not okay and it's only allowed for the superhero because as we all know barry takes so many l's you gotta give him that one win you have to it's a must so this episode uh for the most part we can go well we'll talk about the allegra chester side of things just to get that out of the way and then the majority focus really on the still force chester for some reason thought it's a good idea to hang out with a woman 15 years older than him because sure i'm so so lonely mr lonely i have nobody that she has clients and i'm supposed to believe that but she wants to avoid them but then barry shows up and lets them know that iris is missing uh cecile now can just scan the city for emotions ready and waiting i mean i suppose she already could scan emotions but scan for a particular person's emotions is is new is new um this gonna be the trick bag whatever trick is needed to come out of to be pulled out of the bag cecile gonna catch it she gonna catch it (laughs) at this point it's just time to chuckle (laughs) like i i i I can't even take you seriously and there was this one scene later on that had me laughing for no reason at all and i'm not even sure i mean i know it wasn't intentionally played that way (laughs) but if they were to suddenly introduce marital problems between joe and cecile this would be the scene to point to like when he's telling everyone this is how we bring iris home 
and Cecile's like amen to that and she touches on Joe's thigh and he doesn't even acknowledge that she exists get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that geek, geek. Woo, woo. I ain't playing around make one boss move I take it down get back motherfucker you don't know me like that get back motherfucker you don't know me like that I swear I'm writing a whole fanfic in my head that he's having an affair with Kramer at this time <laughs> due to Cecile <laughs> Romy and I <laughs> yeah those mention of Godspeed in this episode and Zoom and I'm like oh shit oh shit Godspeed come back Cecile gonna be compromised my mind's telling me no But my body, my body is telling me yes. But carrying on with the Chester side of things, he's tasked with fixing something that was broken with the ER at the end of it. And he's then called by Miss Kramer, Captain Kramer, to investigate a device that was found at the scene of a possible crime because the place was evacuated prior to the device going off he's excited because this means he can be a hero in his own right with absolutely no background to work with ccpd but i guess that's what cisco got to do as well so he probably feels like i finally got my ccpd creds and thus he shows up he looks at the the device he's able to decipher very quickly that this is something recognizable he tries to play it off several times to Kristen, like she didn't watch his whole entire world just fall apart right before his eyes on his face oh my goodness oh my damn oh my goodness unless you're gonna say right right show you right nothing else is allowed i don't know what those little sayings were but i don't think i've ever heard anyone say them he then gets back to star labs he's upset because the thing that allegra warned him about happened and she seems to always be giving him pep talks to lift him up she's also you know his mother figure she's all of the figures she's like iris is gone i got a whole ccpn down and i feel like you have all of this authority only because you know about team flash <laughs> we see a scene in the future of them in the still force since we're talking about allegra we might as well stay on that track where her and that girl i forgot her name uh angry white woman <laughs> <laughs> man that bitch got a grudge oh hi thanks for checking in i'm still a piece of garbage she's saying it's none of your business it's my life either she finds out that she works with uh team flash in some capacity because she's like i'm gonna tell everybody it's something out of context but it's what she feels is ammunition which is so stupid because after iris's look last time you was in her office trying to play those hunger games i mean that was a clear fucking warning ain't nobody got time for that so one or two things are going to happen at the end of this storyline there's the more realistic approach you're gone fired out of here ain't nothing i can do for you and then there's the cw resolution where most likely they're going to be in a situation where she's going to be judging her and then they're going to have to work together and then they're going to see each other in a different light and then they're going to settle their differences and then they're going to move forward being really great co-workers because that's how cw rolls <laughs> and this show is on at 8 p.m is why i ain't gonna get my ratchet uh, a fair storyline that i'm pretty sure is somewhere in the context going on uh with the whole joe cecile and kramer situation because he's shown that woman more affection than he and showed his wife 
in like i don't know some time they child is also like i expected soap opera aged up to be like nine years old right now surprise motherfucker i thought it was really unusual that kramer didn't just follow up with chester follow him or something put a bug on him ask him some follow-up questions no it's just like he had one pep talk with allegra and then oh wookie lover you know told me that he was trying to test out something about water and then he's the one they evacuated the place but he couldn't feel the need to tell the police this when they showed up instead of a whole investigation opening up and just because i sent you a message on the postal boards it's all good kramer doesn't seem to have been informed at all it's possible there was a line in there about it but i probably shut it off because every time that they keep trying to push this romance on me i'm disinterested but as a friendship thing it's nice to see a support of friendship but the minute it turned otherwise it's like okay but i also think their dynamic is just i mean i don't know it's from the beginning it's been the exact same monotone no matter how much they wish it were otherwise it's like wanting caitlin or daniel panabaker to act it's like i gave it all i could i have to at least i'm at the slamming door effect at this point it's like i'm not even gonna try anymore (laughs) i've exhausted all efforts and lord knows i hung in longer more consistently and fairly i feel in my heart and soul than most so this is uh this is this is this is it what else i think that's pretty much it oh other than the fact that all of his files are downloaded because he got hacked and i'm not sure why he thought that just because it turned out in a positive note that he completely forgot that it could go into a negative note (laughs) and why all of a sudden allegra would double down on the absolute factual information she was telling him about said information sharing on the internet particularly stuff that you make for you know superheroes i i just don't chester 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 but i feel as also as if this is a a throwaway storyline because while it could be interesting at this point it feels rather not but who knows i'm willing to open myself up to the possibility that things will change let's get to the a storyline i loved everything about this particular arc i don't know what the fuck is going on there were a lot of tantalizing possibilities um one of them being zoom (laughs) which would make me happy you already know i want cobalt blue but there could be any number of speedsters i don't want it to be thawne please please don't make it thawne but there was a mention of another speedster in this particular arc that made me think that it has to be a speedster so iris is not home when barry comes downstairs i'm not sure how the schematics of this worked that he didn't check his phone unless he just got home and then he was like oh will you downstairs because he but why wouldn't he have his phone i really was thinking about it way too hard and unfortunately that's y'all fault <laughs> i was like how did you leave your phone downstairs but not know she sent you a text that she was gonna be at work all night you just got home or you were sleeping oh maybe that's why he was already sleeping and then she sent a text and said oh i'll be here all night he woke up put his clothes on was like babe you here i got it okay i put it together my bad clear 
clearly i haven't been in a relationship in a very long time where communication to another person was necessary (laughs) about my whereabouts uh he wants to get her get breakfast with her so knowing that she spent all night at the office he just wants to spend time with her so he meets her he goes to the office with breakfast to surprise her however her phone is there he sees that she was in the middle of an article he calls her phone it's in her purse and he knows something is not right urge to kill rising he then speeds around the city looking for her love that stock footage then he goes to star labs begins to search for her on the satellites but she is nowhere to be found i'm not sure why chester needed to repeat the line after the credit scene but sure and then cecile is doing whatever the fuck cecile needs to do to make herself relevant that is when she says well what about the girl tanya wasn't she with her the last time she disappeared into the still force and he's like good looking doesn't even wait to say thank you before speeding away tenya is still homeless and desperate and stealing things in broad daylight where everyone should see her committing said crime just think tenya if this was the 1700s they would have chopped off your fucking hand if it was the victorian times they would have either sent you to prison or transported you to some colony or australia that's a penal colony my reference to all three things have absolutely no relevance other than to say that i really cannot stand this chick i cannot barry allen approaches her not as the flash but as barry allen and says you know my wife iris west allen she's missing she's like like she blames iris for giving her hope even though it kind of felt as if you was already looking for that yourself because wasn't you searching for your birth mother all they was doing was helping you on the journey you were already on so she's disinterested despite the fact that i don't know maybe where she disappeared might also be where her mother disappeared also shouldn't you be you see your mother disappearing since she was gone for 15 years of your life i feel like if tanya was not a 15 year old girl that iris clearly cares about and wanted to protect barry would have fucked that bitch up like he would not have heard any of what she said like oh okay so how about i just have you arrested for theft then we can do i mean basically you gonna tell me what i need to know i love the way he said do you even know how your powers work is wayne brady gonna have to choke a bitch basically you walking around here with something you don't even understand you used it on my wife in a way you don't even fucking understand and your wife is gone and basically my wife had this time sickness you know for the fucking fact she didn't try to do something to your mom on purpose and maybe just maybe we can help bring them both back if we work together because last time you were able to transport us transport her to the still force but you're not listening you ain't hearing them out because you're an absolute idiot so basically he had a look in his eye that said before the camera cut <laughs> that if you were anyone else we tired of playing with your ass nigga today your ass is gonna die bitch say good night motherfucker luckily for barry dion shows up i love the way the scene froze in time also made me think of zoom in jitters when he froze everyone and killed everyone Mm-hmm. what you doing eric what you doing uh because i feel like they did something to zoom they didn't like kill him they put him in the speed force or some they put him somewhere but it wasn't a straight oh you was wiped out of existence i don't even know if it's possible i think if the speed force exists all speedsters 
still exists in some capacity to be brought back that's just my feelings on the matter and also eddie thons <laughs> as he so bitterly told iris about he also knew about that time sickness he's that's why he's still on my uh list as well but i digress where were we oh that dumbass bitch left and then Dion showed up he says he's been infected with the same time sickness he's been trying to locate iris he knows that she's missing he says he needs a device and he'll find him my thing was the exact same thing joe was saying why would a guy need a device from me he's, he's the god of time and why haven't you been able to reach the other gods joe is putting down the the big daddy foot this episode he's like little boy i'm telling you this shit don't don't feel right all of your answers lead back to i trust dion i don't fucking know that guy <laughs> well i created him he doesn't listen to joe because we all know when barry is trying to be the hero for iris that is when he he most feels the need to succeed and when he also feels the most helpless as a hero and i like the line of dialogue she's counting on me and i feel like i'm fucking it up uh and if they would be consistent with some story arcs this would weigh a lot heavier on barry particularly after she got stuck in the mirrorverse for like fucking months that they just dropped with no no dr finkel no nada right so i feel as if it has been for a while now iris being iris's own hero barry yes has been her hero plenty of times but when it comes to that that when you need her needed the most she seems to be the one that's really got more w's in her in her pocket right savitar she had to kill him uh she ended up her own clone (laughs) because it was her ended up not killing him so that he was able to figure uh, have enough time so iris can get her own ass out of the still force i mean out of the the mirrorverse everything's been been kind of you know she is not a and i love that about her that she's not a flower but i could definitely see that being an insecurity uh for someone like barry who definitely as he pointed out i should have been using every ounce of my energy to to help her to save her i knew i knew this was wrong i knew this was a moment to freak the fuck out and i put her second and now look what's happened she's gone uh so he feels responsible for that even though she knows that or he knows that's what she wanted he sometimes don't want to be you know that's the struggle i don't want to be the hero sometimes i just want to be your fucking husband but iris knows that what he owes to to the world being that hero is so much more than her individual self which makes her in fact the ultimate hero and there is a heart shape that lines up to the two curved roads that are iris and barry there you go i got all romantic and gushy for you those out there like shy who be all in their little tinkle fills um so he goes into the uh, still force when dion shows back up i like the sound effect they did with that i like the green aesthetic they get to iris they want to look for the particle that was inside of iris which what the fuck what is this particle (laughs) he said it was a tracker maybe it wasn't a tracker maybe it's how something becomes stabilized in the still force uh, dion says something important she's the key to everything i'm like oh shit uh yeah because they they locate the little beacon thing but there's no iris dion takes the beacon and puts it in himself at first i thought he was really gonna say this is iris bitch what the fuck what the fuck 
<laughs> but the idea that this has moved on to the other forces as well as an infestation and you see it did infect dion in some capacity making him uh incompetent rendered incompetent to help uh significantly even though he did still fight with all his energy to get a message to nora uh whatever this this dion entity is not the same and he's like yeah i got what i wanted this is this is exactly what i needed (laughs) iris i think she did disappear into the steel force and then i still think she's connected to that thing somehow and then he just took her and the little uh tracker thing and then dipped out and then that is when barry is caught in a time loop which dion had explained as they were going through the still force you will be trapped in forever even dion can't get him out of that which you knew that was like yeah i'm barry motherfucking allen i birth gods motherfucker you really thought you was gonna hold me <laughs> um so he sees iris's brush and he's sad because they they realize that every time she has disappeared i think that's the correlation that she has ended up here and other things have ended up here because they saw tenya as well or tenya's mom and she's like i have to get back to my daughter before she disappeared and that's when they saw that argument play out because he says things here uh are past present and future so that's intriguing with the steel force uh he then or in the year 2049 in central city we have nora and i i was wondering at the time i was like is she transcribing like she's a reporter and she's complaining about the fact that excess saved the day because someone could not be bothered impulse uh, answering his text messages because he's out partying i'm sure him and mimi have a lot to discuss she ain't said shit about vegas which you know that means it went it 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 went down uh not it's about to go down it went down uh we have nora getting the message from dion saying uh your father he needs your help he's in the still for she's like uh how am i supposed to get there and he uses the rest of his power to transport her there barry is able to hear her before she appears because she's like dad i'm so glad i found you he's like i'm so glad you're here but now you're trapped with me um why would dion send you here he doesn't understand because dion betrayed me she tells him look i didn't want to tell you this but you're gonna find out in like 20 something years anyway (laughs) you know how the other nora followed in your footsteps as a csi i decided to follow in mom's footsteps as a reporter but i'm still new at it and i'm trying to find my voice my mom tells me her mom tells me not my mom (laughs) to follow your instinct and your intuition and believe in yourself and that's something that iris would be saying to barry right now like you had no reason not to trust dion you created him uh that's when he has the idea that holy shit i might have some still force in me then we get the whole one of the best things about the flash uh comics that eric wallace brought in with one of uh my favorite lines of the episode uh which was (laughs) you look like um shit me and names right now uncle jay when he taught wally and then barry says your uncle wally taught me (laughs) so that the paradox of uh what comes before the chicken and her egg the whole idea of the flash family that was mentioned this episode i geeked out a little bit because that's very comic book e 
<laughs> and how they are able to move from the past and the future and come and help each other and it's not oh my god what about the time loop comparison blah 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 you see they didn't just none of that shit because that's the whole thing the flash family is always popping up with each other not all the time um but definitely when they need each other they're there so the fact that that particular trait was honored in this arc i loved so much and she gives him the words he needs to know uh here she he's like you're your mother's daughter she's like i'm your daughter too and that's when he does his kumbaya stuff to connect with the steel force because that's how wally taught him to talk to the other to the other forces in the universe and he is able to connect and see the past future and present another trippy really well done scene was in the living room when joe's just walking and then he's like barry nora what the fuck papa joe you can see us yeah i can fucking see y'all what y'all doing in the fucking living room and why y'all ass is green <laughs> and he's the one that's green oh i love the juxtaposition then the wide shot ah that's some good cinematography right there uh then they disappear and <laughs> joe is left propelled we start to worry think it maybe possibly didn't work because barry hasn't responded that was the one annoying part about that scene is when joe kept yelling barry 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 like dude can't you see he's doing something and whatever the fuck it is he's not just gonna answer you right now <laughs> you know he went to the steel force he's he's literally cosmically connected in another dimension and you sit up here yelling out his name talking about answer me boy <laughs> oh that's like when your parents screaming up the stairs at you you'd be like you know i'm on the toilet taking a shit why are you talking to me like for some reason i can do anything about this situation then we see that barry has connected and he mentions frost he mentions the family he mentions max yeah i love nora's response i'm getting married who's the lucky lady no don't tell me don't tell me <laughs> that that would totally be me i'm like oh can you tell me any no don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me she's so uh thinks it's cool and he gives her a little bit of the spark and she's like oh this is so weird and they run for the terrace or wherever that dion took him to because he said that that's like his front porch he can see everything from there so they try to escape but they are knocked back by a temporal a wall then they once again try to try to use the spark to escape but they are brought back to the past and then he realizes that the still force is trying to stop him but the only way they can by keeping them in the past but then nora is able to see into the future using the spark of the still force he gave her i mean this is so trippy and so cool to be able to um to go to that moment when they actually escape so cool and then they're in the speed lab and i loved it barry says joe you were right about everything and i was wrong he's like hey we stumble sometimes but you picked your ass back up and that matters most when we see a moment of joe actually struggling after nora leaves because he says i miss them more and more each day because in his timeline he's not gonna be able to see them grow up to to be in their 20s i mean we want to think so but i don't even know if how fucking old joe is right now <laughs> no grandpa joe is alive in the future never mind that was a weird thing to say because i was thinking oh I, you know what i was thinking about um i had wrong character barry didn't get to see them grow up in the ultimate yeah mixed up my bad <laughs> once again <laughs> but after she leaves giving them both a hug he says you know i miss my daughter 
she is missing and that is my baby girl and i have been stoic this entire time and Barry says look when i connected to the still force i also connected to that part of the still force that is iris because we created this shit and thus i know that she is okay wherever she is and then they all hug it out and that is pretty much the end of the episode the brush did end up back where it needed to be iris will eventually i'm sure end up where she needed to be she needs to be in the next episode because i missed her in this episode and that concludes our recap so really good episode looking forward to the next we do have feedback so let's go ahead and hop into the mailbag Hey Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for The Flash Season 8, Episode 15. I thought this was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I was a little bit confused by some stuff, but, you know, that's not, I mean, that's not a bad thing, you know, trying to figure out what the heck is going on. And that's, I don't don't mind that at all. So, yes, um, Barry finally finds out the next morning after checking his phone which i'm like barry why is your phone not next to you you're supposed to be having that bad boy you always got it next to you in case of an alert for anything that pops off but uh we'll go with it for (laughs) the purpose of this episode um so he finds out i mean i'm sure iris told him but that she's gonna be working late but ended up being an all-nighter um well at least that's what she was going to do i mean we've seen her do that before so not surprising there but he goes to surprise her at work and finds out that she was nowhere to be found her phone was still there um he immediately knew something was wrong and so he zipped around the whole city couldn't find her zipped to star lab couldn't find her and he knew for sure that she was gone gone and so yep now it was uh, a matter of trying to figure out how to get it got get to her um so we all thought that dion was wherever dion was because he disappeared a lot of time we saw him he had disappeared after contracting whatever iris has but um he was able to reappear and you know again confirm what barry already knew and um and he's gonna help barry out so that's when we get into the trippy warpy kind of um, thing with the which i liked you know because dion explained it the past present and future and so you get to see um just like that couple who was young who was you know present day i'm guessing and then future them and then you see the newspapers changing and just little different things to let you know and then that part with allegra and that other girl taylor um them arguing the futuristic thing that i guess is supposed to be coming up like okay but um so we get to see a hint of that of what's going on with that um but here's my thing i mean here's my theory up front uh on this because the fact that dion uh, i think i might have said this before but the fact that dion just like in armageddon he had to he wasn't able to see what iris was seeing and so he had to remove her time sickness in order for him to see the negative still force. So I'm thinking this is something else to do. And that ended up being because of reverse flash. And so I'm thinking that it ties into that again. Because why can't he see or be able to help Iris? Because it's, it's outside of his realm of being able to help. Reverse flash did something somewhere, somehow to get iris to where she is for whatever reason give her this time sickness i don't know how i don't know when he did it but the fact that you know with dion being the um the god of time um and in charge of the steel force and he's not able to see or understand what's going on with iris just like he wasn't um able to see the negative steel force particles until iris took away until he took away her time sickness i'm thinking that's related in some way and that you know this is reverse flash doing reverse flash stuff um could always messing with barry 
And now it's Iris's turn for him to mess with her, with him through her. I mean, he already tried it with Armageddon, and this is his second, his other backup plan, I guess, because um, this started in season seven. Um, so that's my theory on this, because it, you know, why wouldn't a god um, be able to help? And that's because he's not able to, he doesn't have access to the negative side of things. And that's what I feel is, um, you know, that's why I understand what Barry was saying, but I'm like, how would y'all be able to help her? Um, I know the guilt and the regret and the hindsight's 2020 thing about, you know, him not spending as much time as he should have in, in trying to find a cure. But he had Gideon on the job. He had Dion on the job. And then he had all this stuff going on with Deathstorm. So it's like, you know, you had people on the job to try to help but I don't think that's something that y'all can help with so I'm very curious or they can help with I should say um Chester him um and so I'm really curious as to how how she got it and how she's going to be able to get rid of it because I feel like it's beyond anything they can do because up until this point and I'm like yeah Barry you can spend time trying to figure it out but how like what I just don't, it's, again, unless we find out more about it, then it would make more sense as to how he could have figured out how to help her. But it was just something that was happening to her and no one could figure out what it was. Um, so I, I don't, I just don't see, and again, I know the husband in him is, you know, feeling like he could have done more. But and like I said in the previous feedback, when you live that type of life, unfortunately, um, just like he talked about, that's one of his fears. Um, back in season five when um, the other Nora came along is that of not being there of not being present as much as he would like to be because of his um, duties as a superhero and that's a real thing and that's something that um, just anyone that deals with those types of realities have to um, contend with so I just thought that was interesting I love seeing our the new Nora um in this episode i love her and barry's um relationship i love the fact that she takes after iris this nora takes after iris versus the old one and it's just another it's just another example of how something you know something some how the trajectory of your life can change depending on what happens like with us you know being raised in a single parent household versus being raised in a two-parent household being raised by a mom that was mourning and was it was kind of trying to be there emotionally but a part of her was missing because of barry's death versus or barry being missing i should say versus this iris who's happy who's has her the barry with her was able to raise um her children um in a happy environment um that's not full of sadness and regret or whatever the case may be that might have been with the other nora how she raised that nora with fear of uh her meta human um powers and this one with barry being around not only do they embrace her powers but she has a sibling so just the, the dynamics and all that just just it's just great to see how that change made a huge difference um that we saw last season with nora and then it just it continues in this season of course that um is cracking me up when of course we didn't get to see uh, Bar uh bart on screen but his gross <laughs> i'm like he's such a dude i mean i'm surrounded by dudes so I i'm well aware of how that goes so um but yeah, I think it's cute how that how that turned out. And um, I'm very curious if Bart is going to be the one to follow in Barry's footsteps. Because we know he's a, you know, even though he's a mama's boy, he loves his dad. I mean, we saw that in episode six. He's all about following after his dad and doing what his dad does. So um, that's, uh, that's going to be very special to learn about as well. We got to hear about Nora's wife and Bart's children and... Some other things, the past with Harry and Jesse, the present or the past with Frost and Cisco, and then him talking about the future with his children and his grandchildren. I thought that was special. Uh, I don't know who Max is, but um, yeah, I guess we'll find that out. That's a 
uh, a nugget that we'll learn, I guess, in the future episodes. Um, I'm wondering if these are different versions of Dion as well. Um, Because, again, they kept going on about past, present, and future. So I'm wondering if there's, you know, this is not the... Because we have the Dion that went to get Nora to help Barry. But then we have that Dion that trapped Barry. So I'm thinking these are not the same Dion's because it wouldn't make sense for him to trap Barry but then go and try to and, and pull Nora in there to help Barry. So that's my thing about that. And so... um um, I'm not gonna talk too much about the Caitlyn thing. It didn't show her too much, but I feel like we're regurgitating her storyline because we went through this in what season four, when she dis when Frost disappeared, and now the Frost is dead. And she's trying to bring her back, all that stuff. So um, just let that be. It wasn't horrible, but I wasn't interested. On that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Queen Chai with her thoughts on the episode. Since you don't know who Max is, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I cannot say the same for one salsa who might, and I think you don't really care about being spoiled. I think it's Mimi. So y'all should definitely, if you haven't already, talk off uh, off on, on the side. <laughs> no, I know you really don't care. But in case someone else, like, you know, Mimi, who's listening to this, I'm trying to to avoid the, the spoiler trap I find myself in. So I am not touching that hot potato. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the only person doing calculus about the cell phone and its location and how he didn't see that message. <laughs> we got a whole fucking map out trying to pinpoint. <laughs> how he didn't get this this message we're trying to blame him like it's his fault when most likely his wife was like i need to work in the middle of the night and just leaves you a message because i could totally see iris doing something like that uh or just sending a message at the office and he was already asleep you say he should have a bed by his or the phone by his bed maybe he don't want to bring it in the bedroom because then an alert will go off and he's like fuck i'd rather not this is our private spot our private space um i'm really hoping it's not reverse flash only because i'm just tired of it being reverse flash i would prefer it be someone else someone unexpected someone we haven't seen with the whole um earth thing with oliver dying i don't even know what to call that anymore the singularity whatever event it pretty much since then since the time sickness it feels as if it's been a consistent arc of reinventing people we've already seen before so with them showing zoom and godspeed we already got godspeed we've already gotten reverse flash he's finally in the place that's actually comic accurate where he's not as fast as barry so for him to be doing anything like this like that's the one big hiccup to all of his diabolical plans and then he just did it with iris so it's like do we need with everything else that is pretty much being uh shuffled around with the exact same plot line would it be better to bring someone else back that makes more sense that would have been swept into either the singularity which is also something like she's had the time sickness since that event um so i don't know um with the whole idea of robbie coming back the whole idea that the singularity opened up time and space uh, and that them creating the forces equally did so it would make sense to me that it would be someone that's already been gone and is now back as a threat i think maybe i just really wanted to be zoom or blue cobalt one or the other and either if it's not either one i'm going to be disappointed unless it's just someone completely off the mark that i wouldn't have thought about as long as it's not fucking reverse flash or some corny ass shit that i don't want to see 
And I think it's been very clear on who we all really do want to see come back to the show <laughs> that are still heavily invested and in tune. So those are my feelings on the episode. I don't have much to add. Like I said, with the whole other arc, I didn't even watch it. So I have no idea what's going to go on. I'm sure once it links back up with the relevance of what Barry's doing, I might tap in to, to take a pulse test. But other than that, uh don't really care and last but certainly not least we have feedback from queen mimi but she sent this shit in uh in typing form and you know reading is a skill that you always need to to brush up on so it's all good it's all good i'm curious to know well i could see by the first sentence that it has to do with her voice um I am doing all of my best to be on my best behavior when it comes to all of the dirty ass jokes I want to make regarding said voice or how she could have possibly lost it, you know, just days after coming back from a vacation. But I'm, I'm going to behave myself. So here we go. Uh, Mimi says, so my voice has been progressively going away since I got my COVID booster on Tuesday. I had to get it for our Paris vacation. Otherwise, I would not have gotten it. Wait a minute. I thought you going to Paris in like some months. I need more information on that. And I can and do I need a booster shot too? Because they no, actually in England, they lifted the whole fucking ban. I don't think we're required. And I cannot send in feedback via recording because you would not be able to hear anything I am saying. It started with a sore throat, then a very bad sore throat, and then my voice just got hoarse and it stopped making the sound altogether. Oh my god, that sounds like every time I come back from vacation. I kid you not, I always come back and get fucking strep throat. I don't know what it is. I was hoping by Saturday it would be fine, but it is not. I haven't even been able to go to work. Anywho, you're going to have to get your tea and water ready because I'm sending feedback the old-fashioned way. First off, when did Cecile get the ability to search through the world for a person? Like, seriously, what the fuck? The bitch couldn't tell Frost died on the other side of Star Labs. <laughs> but I am supposed to believe that she can search different states looking for Iris's emotions. Bitch, please. Bitch, please! This shit is getting fucking ridiculous and I am seriously fucking sick of this shit. So it's theory time. I'm glad that uh, everybody's jumping on theories <laughs> and they're also very different. At least um, we shall see. I think Dion is fragmented too, just like the still force, meaning his past and present self are existing simultaneously in the same timeline. I think that is what Shy was saying. Remember when we first introduced, when we were first introduced to Dion, he was angry selfish and generally annoying as fuck but became a better person he even started thinking of iris as his mom and therefore barry as his dad so him not caring about iris's well-being doesn't make sense unless the time sickness affecting the still force has affected him in the same way it also makes sense why he reached out to excess to help barry when he was the person that is responsible for putting him in the dead zone of the still force in the first place just a thought um i don't i'm I'm, i I don't see that as not being a possibility that would make sense that they would be uh existing simultaneously um i'm not really sure about when this the time sickness started so i can't even comment on that (laughs) but i think they're you're right about there has been a shifted persona uh, so maybe his past self is um, has been recruited to to help someone because it definitely is someone he doesn't need that shit uh, it has to be someone else so you're probably onto something there my next point has to do with Tanya I want to know why isn't anyone explaining to Tanya that if we can figure out what's happening with Iris then we can get back get uh, back her mom your mom isn't gone forever she literally is lost in time i'm just not understanding why no one has explained that to her and yet and why barry let her crazy bitch or let that crazy bitch just walk the streets of coast city so i'm gonna pause right there 
I will say Barry could go into a lot more information about that, but then that also leads to I'm the Flash. And for once, Barry was like, yeah, I'm not going to reveal my identity to a stranger. Because <laughs> even if he was to try to figure her powers out, eventually it's all going to lead back to Star Labs. I could see that being why he doesn't want to go into a detailed explanation. And he got a whiff of her attitude and was like, fuck that bitch. She's out here acting like she is untouchable. She continues and needs to learn that there are real terrible metas other than uh, out there. And honey, you are a child. You don't even know the extent of your powers, let alone what you could be forced to do if you were taken by someone like Amunet Black and sold. But I understand Barry isn't himself because he's worried about Iris. So I gave him a pass this time. I really, I feel with the fact that you tried to kill my wife in retaliation of understanding that she like i get that you're angry but also be rational like in the moment of you reacting and saying you did something to my mom i'm gonna make you disappear that's fine it's been like two weeks you've had a conversation with iris she apologized um you didn't even know she came back it's i think that he just looked at her like i don't have time for this shit i just don't i know that's how i was feeling about the matter like there's nothing about right now that makes me want to help you and you should figure it out by right now to help yourself i ain't even thinking about her being sold to amulet black maybe sometimes you need to learn them hard life lessons (laughs) you're also a teenager there's no way in hell ain't nobody somewhere out there some program that you can be at that's that would be looking out uh this is coast city this ain't fucking detroit (laughs) or gotham i love seeing excess and i generally love seeing grant and jpk's interactions they have great chemistry on screen i agree i don't know why it was necessary for her to be around but i'm glad she showed up i'm holding my opinion of the events inside the still forest once excess showed up because i honestly didn't get it (laughs) but i'm hoping next week's episode will help me figure out what's going on with iris and now that barry knows that this shit is serious i hope team flash uses all of their resources and time to figure out where iris is because i'm all in and i think we've waited long enough i agree not interested in what's going on with chester and allegra so i hope they don't spend that much time on them in the upcoming episodes oh they're definitely going to um depends on if i'll check in or not i'm i'm like one step in because i don't i don't hate their friendship (laughs) i just don't support the ship and i don't like when it steps too much into the shippy section of it if it's just interactions sure as for what's happening with caitlin and mark i don't give a fuck i hope caitlin kills herself and it brings back frost otherwise keep them both dead this shit is a waste of storyline if they manage to actually get frost back and it'll piss me off that's all i got so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic i don't have nothing to add (laughs) like (laughs) i think that my my emotions were clear on that and as far as getting some answers like where she is i did see a brief brief um excerpt clip i don't know how i stumbled upon it and i didn't know that eric wallace did this episode but he was talking the little excerpt i saw because i jumped out that's probably why i didn't know so i was like this feels spoilery but it said that the um that the whole iris and stuff that leads to the the third and final villain for the last graphic novel of the season so since we're an interlude i don't even know i thought we were getting like 18 episodes but apparently they still have 22 no it says 20 so if we go all the way up to episode mm, 17 and it's the interlude so it's going to be the last three episodes of the season is going to be introduction to the new villain and this whole time sickness storyline is supposed to be leading there that's the only part that i saw from it i'm gonna go back and read it um if it's not too spoilery i don't think it would be because he said he couldn't even give the name of the next 
episode title because it's in, it's it's that spoilery. And I'm like, you mean like funeral of a friend? <laughs> gotcha, bitch. But yeah, I like your your guys' theories. I like that they um are a little different but stay on track. <laughs> she said, I don't know about the stuff with excess. I I hope my recap broke it down better for you. And if not, I'm sure salsa is here for all of us to catch us when we fall. So if you want to send feedback for our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. <laughs>